What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 35 of Calling All Crap Beer. My name is Luke. I am your host. And uh, yeah, today we are talking about my latest brewery venture, which is Three Sons Brewing in Dania Beach, Florida. And we've got a uh, <laughs> we got a little bit of a uh, alert coming across the screen here about a child abduction, which is terrible. What is going on over here? It's in Spanish. I can't read it. So, Taylor Williams, black female, five years old. Ooh. Man, Jacksonville, Florida. That's crazy, dude. I just pray for the parents and people that have to deal with stuff like that because it's a frustrating situation, man. Never would want to be in a circumstance of seeing my child get uh, abducted anyhow. Alright, so, sorry about that dead spot. So, today is the Hobbs and Shaw edition. So, you know, I kind of discussed in one of the earlier episodes as I crack open a triple IPA. Two Sudan, the last from Trippin' Animals, which is absolutely fantastic. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal triple. I'm like, loving this beer more and more. Thankfully, I still have a ton of it left. I bought quite a few four-packs, so... so good man it's only getting better with age 10% ABV tribute to the last white rhino Sudan that's out there um, Amarillo Mosaic Simcoe and Florida Orange Blossom Honey just fantastic so let's talk about three sons so a couple weeks ago I actually came back into town well it was more than a couple weeks ago good grief it was a while back came back into town and uh, no, actually, it was right before I went back out of town. Ah, whatever, it doesn't matter. So my wife actually surprised me, and she was like, "Hey, babe," she's like, "We're gonna take the kids down to Burlington, which is where she works, to uh, do some some uh, winter winter clothes shopping, you know, new stuff, whatever." And there's a brewery right by my job. It's like 1.5 miles away. She's like, "I wanted to go there for lunch and check it out." And I'm like, "Oh, cool." So I look it up, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, Three Sons Brewing is this close to your job?" I was like, "Wow." I was like, "I've been wanting to go there for a while, just haven't had a chance to get out there." So it was pretty awesome. Took the kids and uh, super family friendly, man. Beautiful place. It's uh, kind of set back off the road, kind of in its own little space. Not a ton of parking, which sucks, but that's okay. I'm sure when they have like a release or something crazy going on that there's like nowhere to park. It's like a little shopping center in the front and they're kind of in this big warehouse building in the back. But um, we actually had some wings. We had pizza. You know, they have a full menu there. They have a uh, pizza oven. They have all kinds of good stuff. The food was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it. Kids loved it. You know, kids were hanging out. We were there for a good hour. Probably spent 125 130 bucks. I had a, a flight, two flights actually. Well, I had eight tasters. So in a normal setting, that would have been anywhere from, you know, one or two to one and a half to two flights. And they don't have flight glasses. So they actually give you a decent sized pour in a regular glass. And I was amazed at how much I got. I was like, wow. But I got an opportunity to, ch- to try just about every IPA they had and then one of their sours. So they had um, Do-Over, Whoop-Ass, Double Dry Hop, Dopalicious, Double Dopalicious, um, their Vanilla their vanilla Dope Shake. There was a ton of beers. I was not disappointed with a single one. Then uh, I had their Margarita Acres, um, which is a sour, which was really good. And then I also got the opportunity to try... Um, uh, 
crap, why can't I think of the name of it? From Equilibrium. Uh, it was called, I think, Nemesis. It says a triple IPA from Equilibrium, and it was fantastic. 11.5%, just a great overall smooth brew. And uh, so I really enjoyed the beers. The ambiance was fantastic. You know, they didn't have any cans other than Rice Boys, which is like their um, Rice Krispie Treat lager, I believe, uh, that they had in cans and not something that I was really interested in. Ah, so good. You guys know that I'm an ABV snob. So something like that, that I think is like 4%, 4.3, 4.5. I just wasn't interested in taking any cans of that home. So I decided to grab a crowler. And uh, they have, you know, crowler station got me set up. I ended up doing do-over um, because they didn't have very many that they were that they would allow crowlers of, unfortunately, which is, you know, I understand, but sometimes it's frustrating because you go to, you know, a place like this that a lot of time, a lot of times you're never going to get this beer again. You're offering them your money and they won't take it. And this is not a, you know, a, um, this is not a gripe against three sons. It's just every, you know, crap brewery. I mean, a lot of times they just make small batches of these beers. So they don't want to put them in crowlers because they don't want to give away large, you know, cans of them to potentially run out faster. They'd rather sell them by 12 ounces, eight ounces, whatever the case may be. So not a dig at three sons at all. It's just a common practice in the craft brew community. So, Anyway, I ended up getting a crowler of do-over, and um, we're driving home, and my wife's like, why do I smell beer? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, what do you mean? We're, I, you smell beer. I'm like, I don't know. So I go, I grab my bag that I put the crowler in, and I also bought a glass, and uh, much to my dismay, the actual, not, the, not the, the can pop top, but the actual top that they press onto the can base itself, had the seal had busted. And it was pouring beer out of it. And, you know, the, it was, you know, the pressure was coming out. So we turned around and went back. And, um, we, and it's from her job, it's only 1.5 miles. But it's about 18 miles from my house. And we were more than halfway home. We had already gone about 10, 11 miles. And we're almost, you know, more than halfway home. Turned around, went back. They were super, super apologetic about it. No issues whatsoever. You know, took care of it. Gave me another crowler. And I was on my way. So... Mm, so good. So I head back home and I'm holding it this time. And I'm like, all right, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We pull into the neighborhood. I mean, into my neighborhood. We go through the gate and we're in my neighborhood. And all of a sudden, I mean, this thing just like explodes in a fiery, you know, dragon's breath of do over, you know, double IPA all over my car. I mean, on my headliner, on my dashboard on my door panel all over me all over my floor to this day my car still smells like beer because i wiped everything down but i haven't cleaned the carpet yet yeah i know don't it is what it is but so i you know she like pulls over i get out of the car and i'm like holding the crowler to the side and i'm just like letting it you know dispense its pressure and then when it's finally done dispelling all the pressure and it's just kind of dribbling out i just kind of like shook my head and was like oh man and uh get back get in the house unload everything because um, we had done you know shopping like I said or whatever, and I put it in the fridge for a second, wrap it up in some paper towels, and I call them, and I'm like, listen, I don't want to be a pain in the ass. I'm like, but I have a question for you. I'm the guy who just came back with the crowler that had popped open. I just got home. The second one did the same thing. What do you guys want me to do? You know what I mean? Like I feel terrible. I mean I you know I felt terrible for them because it's wasting good product, but I paid 17 bucks for a growler, a crowler. So at the end of the day, I definitely wanted my beer. And the manager jumps on and he's like, dude, he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, obviously, we must be having some type of an issue with the cans that they sent us, you know, from the Crowler company. 
he was like, because we seem to, they seem to not be sealing properly. He's like, and I don't know what to do. You know, I really don't want to have you drive all the way back over here and give you another one and have the same issue. He goes, I actually have the guys like inspecting them now to see if there's like a defect in the seal or if something's wrong or if it's just not fitting in our machine correctly. And I was like, damn, dude, that sucks so bad because I was really looking forward to that. Because I had actually got that crowler for a buddy of mine, Joe, that lives um, up in the Palm Beach, like um, – a Stewart area, and I was meeting him at Civil Society the next day, and we were going to do a trade, and I wanted to give him the Crowler so he had some fresh civil, uh, fresh uh, Three Sons to try out himself. So I was kind of bummed, and now, mind you, now I have an eight, a 36-mile round-trip drive to go back to the brewery and figure it out. So I remembered something off the top of my head. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, the ABC Liquors by me just started, um, just opened a Crowler, a Crowler and Growler station, and they have they actually have crowler cans there that you can purchase. They're a dollar thirty a piece. And I asked you know, I asked them, I said, is there any way that I could bring you, you know, crowler cans from this ABC? Or, you know, can. I didn't say cans. And he said and I was like, and just have you fill one of those. Would it be, you know, would that be okay? And he's like, dude, he's like, get like three or four, bring them to me, I'll fill all of them with whatever you want. And I was like, Wow, all right, cool. So I went to ABC, picked up four cans. And uh Headed over to Three Sons again, walked in, and, you know, nothing but apologies. I mean, I think one of the owners came out and talked to me and was like, dude, I'm so sorry. You know, we're not we're going to send these back. Such an, a frustrating issue. So they ended up filling all four of them with anything that I wanted. Obviously, you know, deep down inside of me, I had kind of already, like, like tugged on their heartstrings a little bit when I was there the first time trying to get them to give me a crowler of the uh, – of the um, – the uh, equilibrium uh, nemesis, or I think that's what it's called, the triple. And they're like, dude, we can't. I'm sorry. We just don't have enough of it. And I wanted to kind of tug on them and get a little bit and get them to give me one, but I didn't do that. I was like, you know what? I'm, let me let me take the high road. They're already going way above and beyond for me. So I ended up doing do-over, uh, margarita acres, double dry hop, dopalicious, and I believe I did the dope shake, the vanilla one, um, three of which I ended up giving to um, – I ended up giving to to Joe just kind of like as an added bonus because, I mean, these guys, I didn't pay for them. You know, even though I had to pay to go back and forth twice, they did such right by me that I, I couldn't complain in any way, shape, or form. I'm literally only telling you this. I'm talking about the experience, and it's not nothing negative at all. Like, to me, driving back and forth a couple times when I have time is not a negative experience. How they handled it made it so positive and just made me want to go back for more. So super – phenomenal you know scenario and the feedback that i've gotten so far like from joe on the ones that he tried i gave him the do-over the double dry hop the, the sorry the double double dopalicious and i gave him the uh the um the margarita acres for his wife and then i kept the um regular dopalicious which is their i believe the regular dopalicious is a they still consider it to be a double i think it was like a 7.5 percent or 7.75 percent abv but it was really good and um, but he really enjoyed the beers, as did I. So super fantastic. You know, my first experience with Three Sons, great beer, great environment, great food, great people, and phenomenal handling of a difficult situation for a business. You know, because they could have said, "Hey, how do we know you didn't drop it? How do we know you didn't do this?" And granted, I didn't. I mean, I literally had it in my hand, cradling it like a baby on the way home, especially after the second one. But they. Totally owned up to it and said, look, 
like we're really sorry let us make it up to you and i was like hey i'm i'm happy to, to allow that i ended up buying a hat <laughs> going back the second time because i've gotten into kind of collecting hats and i realized that i didn't have any from any breweries that i like so i was like shoot let me grab a hat i wanted a shirt but they didn't have big man 3x size so i ended up getting a hat spending a little bit of money when i went back 20 bucks and uh just really, really enjoyed the overall experience and situation. So much so that I actually went back this last Friday and uh, picked up a four-pack of whoop-ass and had one of their um, – it had a nitro pumpkin spice latte, um, you know, pumpkin beer from while I was waiting. And, I mean, come on. Who wouldn't want to pick up a four-pack of cans of whoop-ass? I mean, you know, I know that there's been other companies out there that have come out with beers called whoop-ass, but – it's just fun to say I'm going to crack a can of whoop ass. <laughs> I just love it. So, and it's a phenomenal beer. So, double dry hopped, and uh, I believe it's seven and a half percent. Just you know, really good um, double IPA. I enjoy it. It's kick ass. Which is one of their like staple beers. And then I had my wife actually go back this past Saturday, and she picked up a four pack of Boomin and Breezin, which is a Imperial IPA, nine and a half percent, nine percent, I think. With um, and it's a collaboration with Other Half. They had a Other Half takeover. And they actually sold that collab, and they had two four-packs of beers from Other Half, and then they had an entire line of Other Half beers on tap. I wasn't able to make it to that because I did have the kids, and she worked all day, but she actually stopped by and picked up that collab for me, which I was super excited about. Haven't cracked one open yet. I actually have one headed out today to my buddy Andrew, and uh, bombs have been crazy lately. I've definitely got a few that were you know waiting in the wings and uh, got an awesome birthday bomb out to my boy Drew in – LA did a cool trade with uh with uh Ricardo I believe is his name from uh up in Oregon some uh, great notion and some 450 North brews that he had gotten and then I sent another trade out to a buddy Kevin yesterday and then I'm going to take care of Andrew today and then I got Ross still kind of waiting in the wings because I'm trying to get some funky Buddha stuff together for him they haven't had a whole lot of stuff that he's particularly excited about that I could pick up lately. So I'm kind of waiting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Hopefully this Saturday they told me to come by and they'd have some new stuff out. So I'm going to go there and check it out and see what we can do. But brews were fantastic. The brewery is amazing. I just, you know, can't even complain whatsoever. And uh, I would encourage you guys, if you are in South Florida and you're about that brew life, dude, go check it out. It's just, you know, phenomenal. So I'm going to get into talk- Ooh, talking a little bit. Sorry, monkey. This, I like almost like killed my little dog here. She walked behind my leg as I'm sitting. So I got. Let's get into talking about some brews. So 450 North. All right. So I've had a few 450 brews in the past. I had a Sunshine Paradise slushy. I had um, Phoenix Tears. Their their Phoenix Tears is their quadruple IPA. It's a 12 percent. And honestly, one of the best beers I've ever had. Super creamy, super amazing. You would never know that it was 12%. I challenged it even on the podcast. And the Sunshine, the, the Sunny Paradise slushy that I had, actually I had that multiple times. I got one from um, a gentleman, Cameron, from uh, CBJ sent it to me. And then I got, I had it at the, um, at the Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Fest for Funky Buddha. They were there. And I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a good overall Berliner, you know, nice tropical and tons of citrus, just a really good overall beer. Didn't really get a whole lot of slushiness from it. And that's kind of like I had one of the two, so to speak, the, that um, Ricardo sent me. I had – he sent me elephant – no, circus peanuts and butter popcorn. So 
buttered popcorn was a very good burn liner. Tons of fruity flavor. You know, it, it hit the spot, nice and tart. It was what it was supposed to be, but it was not slushy. I didn't. There was no nothing that gave it a slushy texture. You know, it just didn't. There, it's an and it's an XL. That's those are actually two that came from their corn maze event that they just had recently in October, and they were released specifically for that event. That's why they have kind of like the circus names. And um, so the butter popcorn was good, eight percent. You know, XL slushy. Enjoyed it a lot, but it wasn't a slushy. It wasn't, it, you know, didn't have that texture. There was no pulp. There was nothing in it to give it like a slushy texture, in my opinion. But the second one, which was Circus Peanuts, was off the chain. You know, um, I really, really enjoyed it. The pomegranate showed through. You know, it was just a really good beer Berliner overall, but it also had texture to it that gave it like that slushy feel. Again, it was another one of those slushy XL, 8% ABV. Really, really good. I mean, that one I, that one I really enjoyed. Um Mm. Hidden that Sudan the last. So, really good beer. But then let's get into the great notion. So, 450 North, I would say, of the two, I was impressed with the Circus Peanuts. I was fond of the buttered popcorn, but it didn't hit me like a slushy. It was more like a regular burr liner. So, then we dive into the great notion beer. So, of the great notion ones I've had so far. I've had Seedless, which is a sour uh, fruit, tart fruit ale, basically, that they have, um, watermelon. And then I had a Medulla Oblonguava. And then yesterday I opened, I cracked open the, let's see, I had Medulla Oblonguava, had Seedless. And then what was the one that I had yesterday? I can't remember, so I'll have to save that for another episode. Obviously, it didn't hit me as... Lovely as I had hoped it was going to, or I would remember it. So, but of the two, dude, I got when I posted up about that bomb, so many people commented on Seedless and were like, "Oh, it's amazing." One guy was, one guy, Alan from uh, Texas, was actually like, "Oh, Seedless was honestly one of the best beers I ever had." It sucked. I was not impressed whatsoever. It it was weird because for a six percent fruit ale, you know, tart fruit ale, to me, all I tasted was booze. And it did have a tiny little back note of watermelon, and it had a, a nose of watermelon when I cracked it. And I don't know if it's just because it was older. The, it was, this one was actually the oldest of those Great Notion brews that he sent me. It was from, like, September, like, you know, mid-September. Um, and it just wasn't good. I, I, you know, I almost drain poured it. I mean, I'm going to be 100% honest and tell you, like, I was so close to pouring it down the drain because it just felt like I was drinking alcohol. And I know beer is alcohol. I get it. I understand. But when you're expecting, when your expectations for something are so high and it ends up not, you know, living up to the expectations, I was bummed, man. I was like, ah, but can't win them all. And he sent me eight brewers. And so far of the eight, we're, that's his number three. And I, you know, the first two I enjoyed, the 450s. And then Medulla Oblonguava, which is a guava double IPA. It's a collaboration with the Cerebral Brewing was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. I'm not a big guava fan in terms of like guava pastries and I live in South Florida or any of this crazy stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, man, the guava showed through on this brew and it was a, just a, a wonderful, like, how can I even put it? It was a wonderful addition, you know, to the flavor profile of the double IPA. I mean, it just, it literally just kind of like cut the hops Lessen the bitterness, gave it this overall sweetness with that guava, you know, a, a guava finish. 
I just really enjoyed it. I mean, I was thoroughly impressed with Medulla Oblongwava from Great Notion and Cerebral Brewing as a collab. It was fantastic. Another one that I believe came in right at 8%. You know, it was just a really, really good beer overall. So we'll talk about the other, the other one on the next show. So what was really cool, um, I got something cool coming up for the holidays, and I want you guys to get involved in this, okay? So for those of you that don't listen to the podcast, I will be posting this on social media, but we are going to do a Calling All Craft Beer Secret Santa. And it's going to be a Secret Santa roundtable kind of deal. So what I want is I want people to sign up for our Secret Santa. And what I'll do is I'm going to pair people up with other people around the United States who sign up, and we're going to do a beer trade um, Secret Santa. There's going to be minimums. There's going to be rules set in place. You know, I'm going to be... The reason why, I'm going to tell you guys straight up, the reason why I'm kind of doing it myself this year, and I hope that this takes off and a lot of people get involved, is because I was kind of disappointed with what I got last year. So I put a lot of effort in. I didn't have a lot of money. I came into the holiday season, you know, not having a job. Things were tight for us, but I had already committed to being part of Hop Culture's um, Secret Santa when, before I lost my job. And I wasn't going to back out of it, so I went ahead and did it, and I kind of went out on a limb and spent a little extra. And I think I sent like eight brews out to um, my Secret Santa. I got three, you know, and they were good. I'm not going to complain. You know, the three that I got were I actually got a, a milk stout from the Vale, and then a and then a triple IPA from the Vale, and then I got another double IPA from somewhere else, and I can't remember what they were, but. Um, and I can't remember the names of them off the top of my head. They were great brews. All three of them were fantastic. But I sent out eight and got three. You know, and in, I don't think Hop Culture did it the right way. I don't think they put rules in place. I don't think they put minimums. I don't think they said, okay, you have to send at least this much. You know, there's always going to be people who are going to go above and beyond, especially in the holidays. There's going to be somebody who, even if you tell them six beers, they're going to send 12. Because that's just the kind of person they are. They're all about that extra giving. They're all about making somebody's day. They're all about the holidays, and I appreciate that, and I have no problem with that. I'm not going to tell anybody you can't send more, but we are going to have a minimum on mine, and I just encourage you guys to go above and beyond to make somebody's day, to make somebody's holiday, to just really give somebody the opportunity to open your box and go, holy crap, this person is amazing, and that's what I really am looking for. So... The details are going to be posted shortly because I want to start getting this rolling ASAP so we can start like the first week in December. And, uh, excuse me. Ah, but look forward to it. So, calling all crap beers, beer root, beer secret Santa is going to be coming and it's going to be a thing that we're going to start to do every year going forward. I might even add in some extra ones throughout the year and do one around certain holiday times throughout the year. Um, specifically maybe season changes and cool things like that where you know certain beers come back in the season so we'll see how that goes so um, but I really appreciate you know the beers regardless I I've gotten so much cool stuff recently from a lot of friends that it's so hard to even remember everything to be able to talk about it on the show but my buddy Ross sent me a a nice bomb I mean 14 beers tons of cool stuff and I just want to touch on one in particular that was the last was one of the ones I was looking forward to the most, and it's called it's a 3DH. It's a triple IPA from Surly Brewing, and it was a limited release. It was kind of a really cool can that almost had like it almost looked like 
you know, money, you know, the currency on the outside of it. It was really cool. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this beer. And let me tell you why. Because a lot of the triples that are coming out now are creamy. They're smooth. They're, they don't taste like triples. They don't taste like they have alcohol in them. This one was, uh, I believe, 10%. And it was more West Coast. It was not necessarily clear, but it was mildly hazy. And it tasted like... A nice, solid, bitter triple IPA. And I just enjoyed it. It was just refreshing. It was delicious. It was just something that I had been missing in a lot of the beers that I've been drinking lately because a lot of the stuff that people have been sending me is hazy and has that kind of like lactose, milk sugar, you know, things like that that give these beers more smoothness, more, you know, almost like intentionally masking the alcohol. And sometimes you just want a good, solid... IPA smack in the teeth. And that's exactly what I got from 3DH from Surly Brewing. Thank you, Ross. Absolutely phenomenal brew. Loved it. And uh, mm, I'm looking forward to maybe getting some again in the future. So, But what I wanted to talk about above and beyond that is if you guys are not, if you guys are into craft beer, craft beer and EDCs, everyday carries, seem to be synonymous with one another. So, and there are some people that are in the EDCs and not craft beer. There are some that are in the craft beer and not EDCs, and I get it. And I'm not saying that you have to be into both in order to be a craft beer enthusiast. But CBJ, Craft Brew Junkies, is one of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of. And I really want to call out um, the guys from Burnley Knives because every year they do a raffle, so to speak, um, for one of their tools or a few of their tools and they earn money for a children's um, kind of a children's in need foundation. I don't know the name of everything. I wish I did. I probably should have done some more research, but I know that these guys go so above and beyond. I mean, it's incredible how much effort, energy and work that goes into the stuff that they do. And I'm pretty sure that the guy who leads everything is Lucas Burnley Burnley. And uh, I'm just, Last year, they raised $90,000 for these kids in need. But here's the thing. They don't just raise the money and then send it off to some charity. These guys raise the money. Then they take the money and they go all over the place and they buy toys for these kids. They go, they buy toys. They buy art supplies. They buy musical instruments. They buy everything you can possibly imagine that a kid would want for Christmas. And they spend their time their money, their energy, driving all over the place, purchasing all this stuff, gathering everything together and getting it ready for these kids. And I don't think you could I don't think I've seen a more selfless gesture. And it's absolutely amazing. So this year we blew it out of the water. And I'm happy to say that I contributed a small amount to it. They raised $118,000. So they beat last year by 28 grand, which is absolutely amazing. And to see these guys running around the country and or running around the state. I'm not sure they're in a, running around the country, but running around their state, going to all these different places, picking up toys for the kids is just it's inspiring to say the least. And I just want to call out Burnley Knives and Lucas Burnley for just dude, I mean, you guys are amazing. You and your team are phenomenal and I just truly appreciate what you guys have done because I was one of those kids. I was a kid whose mom would take us to, you know, the churches and the places where they would give out toys to kids who who were less fortunate because my mom was a single mom and didn't always have money at Christmas time. And it's 
phenomenal to see that and to see the, the community stand behind it and do what the community does and come together and raise $118,000. I mean, that is just absolutely incredible. So, guys, I'm definitely going to shout out Burnley Knives on this uh, podcast, and I'm just super proud of my my family over at Craft Brew Junkies and these guys for doing such an amazing job. So, But that kind of segues us into the next part of the podcast. So, holidays. All right. If any of you are like me, holidays are, what's the word? Holidays are exhausting. They're financially deteriorating. They are soul-breaking. And what I mean by that is not, you know, the holidays themselves are joyous. They're fun. They're, they're, it's, it's all about love and giving and and. and you know, parties and, you know, all this good stuff that goes along with it. But as a dad, as a parent, as someone who, you know, really strives on doing the best you can for your children, it can be defeating, you know, and, and as someone who struggled with, you know, anxiety and depression and frustration, I mean, last year, I, it almost broke me, you know, and knowing that I have three beautiful daughters who deserve the world and I lost my job and my wife was working and I'm sitting at home, you know, earning a minimal income doing Uber and just not having the funds to be able to provide for my family. This is one of the leading times a year that people commit suicide. And I just want to bring this to light and let you guys know anybody who's out there who's going through this. There are people who care. There are people who love you. There are people who are willing to listen and be an ear for you to talk to. More importantly, there are people who are willing to help. Last year, I had a friend of mine who literally saved my life. He doesn't know that. And he probably will never listen to this show because... He's not really into beer. <laughs> He's a Christian guy that uh, was a great addition to my team at a previous job, and we stayed friends after the fact. Him and his wife stepped up, and they sent me and my wife a $300 gift card to, to Walmart, $100 in cash. They sent us a movie gift card. They sent us a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. They sent. They put together almost $500 worth of you know, funds for us to be able to provide for our kids. And if it had not been for them, my kids wouldn't have got a Christmas. They would have each got like one present. And that's okay. And in most cases, most people would be happy with that. In a lot of other countries, kids would be happy just to get that, and I get that. And I'm not... I'm not downplaying the silliness of what we would laugh about and call first world problems because at the end of the day I get it okay yes my kids are spoiled my kids have always been taken care of but as a father it's defeating as a father it's a kick in the gut when you can't give your kids what they want your kids are handing you in their Toys R Us or you know Target you know um, newsletters with all the stuff they want circled and you know in your heart you're only going to be able to buy them one thing out of there probably the cheapest thing so the fact that DJ and his wife stepped up and did this for us last year has only made me want to pay it forward. 
And that's exactly what I intend to do this year. I'm not going to give details, and I'm not going to toot my own horn or say anything like that, but I'm going to thank DJ, even though he's probably never going to listen to this podcast, because he has no idea. I was on the verge of... I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say I was going to, you know, take my own life or do anything like that, but I was down in the dumps. I was as low as I could possibly have been. I was broken. I was sad. I was frustrated. I was upset. And then when these guys just stepped up and said, Luke, we're going to help. We want to take care of you and your family because we love you, and that's what God wants us to do. I couldn't believe it. And they literally saved our Christmas. They helped my daughters not feel the sting of what was going on in my life and you know a lot of people would look at that and be like ah well your daughters need to feel failure your daughters need to feel and and they have and they've there's been times when things have been tough and they want to go do things that we can't and you know stuff like that and and it's not that they've never done without it's not that they've ever been through a difficult time i mean hell we lived with my in-laws for almost three years where I slept on a spring mattress on the floor while my kids with my two younger daughters they shared a room and my oldest shared a room with with her aunt upstairs and my wife slept on the couch. So my kids have been through some stuff. You know what I mean? They it's not like their life has been perfect and they've never had to deal with struggles or issues or frustrations. But this just gave them the opportunity to not have to experience the depth of what I personally was going through. So I'm forever grateful. And the only thing that I can do is pay that forward. And I've tried to do that in every aspect that I possibly can. Even when it came down to giving to the to um, Burnley Knives, you know, deal, I gave, I gave whatever what I could. And, you know, it's – I just encourage you guys that in the holiday season, even if you don't have money to give, give of your time. Give of your experience. Lend an ear. Give some advice. Just be there for somebody is more than a lot of people could – would ask for and I think that a lot of us fail to realize how important our experience and our advice and just being there for somebody is so I encourage you guys to please make it your mission to change somebody's life change somebody's life this holiday season because you never know whose life you might save and that's an honest real thing coming from someone who's been there this is a very difficult time of year for a lot of people. A lot of us, you know, we want to be excited. We want to celebrate. And I get that. And I want to be right there with you. But it never fails. It always has seemed like every year the holidays, our birthdays, you know, things like that have always be, always been difficult. You know, money's always been tight. It's We've never been able to do exactly what we wanted to do because something happens and, you know, things change right before the holidays. And it's frustrating, to say the least, to be in that situation. But... We've always come through, we've always made it, and a lot of times it's been with the help of others. And I just encourage you guys to do the same thing and to put yourself, put others above yourself this holiday season and really strive to make a difference. If you're standing in line and there's a lady in front of you who swipes her card and it doesn't go through and you know that you have the means to cover her $50 grocery bill, go ahead and do it. Because at the end of the day, your gesture is worth 10 times more than that $50. I was at Publix um, last weekend, and a lady in front of me, late, two late, a lady, two people in front of me, got about thirty dollars worth of groceries. Swiped her card, her card didn't go through. She immediately got embarrassed and tried to grab her daughter and walk away. And the guy in front of me stepped up and was like, "No, no, no, please put it on my bill." And she was like, "No, no, no, I can't let you do that." And he's like, "No, please, it's my my pleasure." 
and he paid her bill. And I said to the gentleman, I was like, that was amazing. That was beautiful. I was like, it's so awesome to see things like that happen nowadays. I was like, because it's not a common practice. And I salute you and thank you for doing that. And it, you know, it was just an amazing bonding experience for someone I'd never met before. And just to see him, you know, be selfless and say, I can afford $36 worth of your groceries to make a difference in your life today. And you never know what that woman was going through. You know, so it's amazing to see people step up and do that. And I encourage you to do the same, no matter what the situation might be. Friends, family, coworkers, anybody that you can possibly make a difference in their life, do it. You know, it's a matter of helping somebody move or helping somebody put a bike together or helping somebody fix their car or, you know, whatever the case may be, do it. Just step up. Be the person that you would want others to be to you, especially during the holiday season, but all the time. Every year, all year, you know, you see somebody struggling on the side of the road, changing a tire, pull over and help them. You know, those are the things that are going to make this world better and they're going to change the United States from the frustrating, you know, country that we are right now with all this division and bring us all back together with love. And that's what I'm looking for, man. You know, it's just love, like spreading the love, spreading the joy, especially during the holidays, but all the time. So I wanted to uh, just say thank you to everybody. You know, I mean, you guys have all been amazing. The ones who consistently listen to the show, you know, we're averaging a lot lower than we were before. I think we're around seven, seven fifty, eight hundred listens per show, which is a lot less than we were before I took my summer hiatus and I know it's going to take time to build it back up we actually hit a thousand listens for our first show since the hiatus with uh, the Spanish Marie review with uh, with Ashley which is fantastic and I'm really really appreciative of it but I want to specifically reach out to you know like my buddy Drew in LA for just being a phenomenal addition to the show and always being there for me and sending out brews for me to review and try and check out and dude you have no idea what a difference you've made in my life from 3,000 miles away. And I just really, really appreciate you, and I look forward to a continued relationship for a long time. Hope you enjoy your birthday bomb, dude. Um, definitely was excited to get it out to you and just overjoyed with the, you know, the situation. And uh, I'm looking forward to ending out 2019 fantastically and rolling into 2020 and just kicking its ass. So... Um, I also wanted to touch base with you guys December 7th, Fort Lauderdale Beach, Brews on the Beach. We are a sponsor for this event, and I'll actually be doing a Black Friday giveaway for two tickets to the event. A lot of cool local breweries, a lot of um, international breweries will be there, some macro breweries. It's just going to be an overall great event. Brews on the Beach, come out to the beach, hang out, drink some beer, have some food, hang out with your friends, enjoy a fantastic time. This is the inaugural event. It's never been done before, so I'm really looking forward to this being an exciting event and having as many people from the show and from our area to be around and be a part of that. I'm actually trying to get some more breweries on board for sure. So those out there to listen to the show, Trippin' Animals, Jay Wakefield, Invasive Species, Bangin' Banjo, Tarpon River, Funky Buddha, uh, who else? Orchestrated Minds, Three Sons, all you guys that are out there, Lincoln's Beard, um, who else? Good grief. Odd Breed. 
um, due south, anybody that is listening to the show or listen to the show on the regular, get in touch with me. Tell me that you want to become a part of Brews on the Beach, and I will get you in. And I would love to have you guys out there because it's going to be a phenomenal event. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget about Calling All Craft Beer Secret Santa event. More details will be posted very, very soon. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to the show. This is episode 35. I'm Luke. Happy holidays. Later.